0: Recording in progress, recording in progress. What's up, Will? What's up? What's up? What's, what's up? So you're not in CPT, but you're still in South Africa. Still in South Africa. That is correct. Nice, man. How has it been in South Africa? Have you always grew up there? Where? How did South Africa come about?
1: So for me, South Africa is home. It's where I was born and raised. Okay. Um, I've been hip hopping across for majority of my life, so nice. it's all I know. Well, I wouldn't say all I know, but majority of what I know, 90 percent.
0: Nice. In You know, like in Italy, they have pictures of the Pope on the walls and stuff. Do you guys have Elon Musk everywhere? <laughs> no, we do not. That is not
1: a case in point. <laughs> it would be in the if you had to run for something like polls wise. And yeah. it came to the South African. Whether or not we like him or not i would feel as if we'd be more indifferent to him as opposed to someone who actually likes him. because number one as a human he's an individual who can be praised like yo dude this guy wants to go ahead and revolutionize different industries as well as humanity as a whole going to mars but yeah. at the other end of the spectrum when it comes to his creations he's brought nothing of that to here home mm, that's so true south, south africa we don't like why are you not doing what you're doing for the other people out there
0: and yeah that's so true um because a lot of like millionaires and billionaires they try to bring things back home um yeah that Tesla plant or something you're right so for me like for the longest time I also kept asking it's like
1: okay great I actually did some research into this as to why Elon would potentially not bring this over to some place like South Africa it's like while the infrastructure is terrible And I'm like, okay, great. You're looking to put infrastructure in another planet, (laughs) (laughs) another, well, a place that a sentiment, or I would assume to be a sentiment to you, wouldn't be that big of an issue. And you can go ahead and tackle that obstacle. But
0: yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, let's go to Mars before Joburg. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, so when we were talking last, um, I was still in like episode 15, 16 or something, and you were really cool. You're like, yeah, just stay consistent with it. And But I do want to reserve episode 28. And here we are. But uh, yeah. just, tell me this. what What's significant about 28? You really wanted that number. It stood out for you for some reason. So for me, for the latter
1: of most part of my life, there has been a formation of attaching certain meanings to certain numbers and for me for the longest time my favorite number was two whereas Mm. in my culture for Chinese people our favorite number is eight and I just thought why not mix the best of both worlds and after doing so I came to realize that there were so many congruencies in life that formed an attachment to that number 28 that I could see everywhere around me like when it comes to Just business deals, having the number 28 as a structure for either payment or times to do certain things is perfect. And when it comes to overall mother nature, you could see that the lunar cycle is following 28 days. The menstrual cycle follows the moon, which is also 28 days.
0: There we go. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. I see that. Why is eight so special in Chinese culture? So
1: phonetically. In Chinese, the word eight sounds very similar to the word luck, fortune. So if you were to go ahead and sound out eight in Chinese, that would be B A, Ba. And then if you were to go ahead and say fortune, luck, it would be Fa, which is FA. Okay. Whereas when we have a certain favorite number because of phonetic phoneticality, if that's the right word, we also have a unlucky number which is the number four because in our culture si is how you would say four and then si with a different intonation is how you would say death
0: wow okay that's interesting because um I feel like in Eastern cultures, they would have a more, I, I don't know. It's just cause I read Alan Watts and he's like a popularized Eastern philosophy and stuff, but he, he makes it seem as though the Eastern, um, cultures are more in touch with death or at least more like accepting of it. Is that not like the case? I wouldn't think so whatsoever, because another thing that if you're bringing
1: it up in terms of Eastern culture, being one that is embracing of death, And to bring up a random fact that is circling up in my mind. When elderly people are facing certain health crises, let's say they perhaps have a diagnostic diagnosis of cancer. The family Mm -hmm. actually doesn't tell them the person. Okay. Because it actually perpetuates the inevitability of death and it makes them go and a downward spiral.
0: Oh, wow. Dude, so, you know, there is like a massive truth to that. The where your focus goes, energy flows, right? Exactly. Wow. So it's at a cultural level, though.
1: Yeah, it's at a cultural level where if that happens, the family will do everything to try to circumvent the person knowing the elder knowing they would even host functions fake weddings to go ahead and be able to sort of all be in one place just to be around that elder. There's a movie on this. I just don't f- specifically remember the new the movie uh-huh. where it's documented because it's such a common occurrence in our culture.
0: That's a beautiful way, though, so you don't um, spend your time in worry. Um, my, 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 my culture is Spanish, and so we have a word for uh, to worry, which is preocupar. And then we have a word a word for like acting and like doing, which is ocupar. So there's like a phrase that said, No te preocupes, ocupate, which is kind of similar to this, where like it would do no good to worry about something. You would actually make it worse. Rather, you should just like get in there and live, right? Exactly. Is speaking about um like action, like raw action and stuff, do you have And an opinion on this whole monk mode thing. Have you been through like a monk mode season yourself? I I believe in our last call, I may have told you about my breakup. And I was very tempted to get into a monk mode here and just not talk to anybody, just like focus, head down. But I'm a very extroverted person. If I go a long time without talking to people, I feel pretty, pretty drained and shitty. But like um, I still reached out to certain friends the way I did my I wasn't a monk mode really but I would just reach out only to productive people and productive opportunities but I never really had a full monk mode and I'm just curious if you had a monk mode because like you you wrote a very successful ad agency and everything right so I was just very curious to pick your brain on that so for me that answer would be no in terms of following the strict guidelines
1: that have been laid out by individuals like Iman or other people that advocate for monk mount where you mm-hmm. cut off communications as a result of also being one that is very extroverted yeah. and it's definitely an approach that I believe I should go ahead and partake in for a specific season in my life which tends to be the latter half of the year for me I tend to be more in a post sort of like seasonal depression state during Uh the months of January, all the way leading up to March, April, just to go ahead and try something before I go ahead and dispel it. I am always an advocate for if you want to go ahead and decide whether or not it works for you, rather than asking an amplitude of people, no matter how much they are somewhat similar to you, just do it yourself. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you can clearly go ahead moving forward in life. When people go ahead and say, you should try monkbun. You're like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that. And you can definitively go ahead and say, because I've tried. And it just isn't for me.
0: That's so true, too. I mean, there probably are a lot of benefits. I mean, you can't dismiss a whole army of people who are advocating for it. There's probably something there. You're right. And you won't know unless you try it. Because for me, the way I got really like started and I actually started my business during this season was by reaching out to a lot of people. But um, maybe it is not black and white like this. Like it's not really social butterfly versus monk mode. They're not at odds at each other. Maybe it is seasonal. Because what you just said, isn't that the time in the sou- Southern Hemisphere? That's winter, right? So it does core like align with uh, the seasonal depression, what you just said. So that could make sense that you could, feel like you want to be a little bit more antisocial, let's say, or more like like focused during that time.
1: So for me, that's still a thing that I need to go ahead and further explore and introspect on because it isn't the time of winter. I actually operate amazingly well during times of winter. Oh, winter is
0: still yet to come. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. It's been summer the whole time. Is it just what it's like in South Africa or or how is that? What does winter look like?
1: It's not something that is common amongst everyone. It's something more for me that I've put out as a hypothesis towards me for the past, I would say five years of my life experiencing and going ahead, speaking to therapists and people of that sort of nature in the help lo- uh, self-help space as well. Understanding that there's so much more deep work that needs to be done to identify why
0: I am the way I am mm-hmm. and still needed to get the work done. <laughs> Dude, that's a good transition. If we'll you're talking about work, I really wanted to ask you about Maxi and how you do that self work to identify your goals and where you're at and how to bridge them what is your experience with maxi
1: so for me it is how i got introduced to the world of arlen and going ahead and building out a social circle a tribe if you want to remember that it was a monumental tool to go ahead and manifest a very special somebody in my life and also to go ahead and have multiple opportunities that i've come across and successfully executed that could be directly attributed to this little creation of Arden that is maxi mm-hmm. i personally truly believe in the phrase that you mentioned just before we started this podcast of what you focus on gross or oh, no yeah Not Before we started you- the podcast, during the podcast <laughs> and going ahead putting literal what it is that you want and focusing on it and putting it top of mind by following the structure of what he has laid out to be your master vision your daily mapping and your weekly mapping
0: what you focus on just comes to you it grows that's so true and um for those who don't know or aren't familiar with maxi arlen moore created this tool called maxi which it, you input your goals and all different strata of life, different categories of life. And then it reads it to you back. And it has their master vision and it has, it's broken down in such a beautiful way. So that when it reads it to you, I don't know if you do in the morning, I do in the morning. And it reads it back to you and you just get refreshed and revamped and you're like, okay, this is who I am. This is where I need to get to. And it's, It's much more efficient than just putting it in your notes and having it being buried away. Like it's, it's actually a really nice tool, but how do you use Maxi? So for me personally, it is to make it a mission on
1: every single day. Like when I go ahead and I write and I do my morning reflections to go and actually use the daily mapping or rather, yeah, the daily mapping. Yeah. Whereby you actually need to go and update the small things because for me what I truly believe in is that a big victory is a collection of many small ones and you can't really focus and have something big come into fruition if you don't have the small moving pieces in order and done whereby at the end of each entry it goes ahead and tells you okay great now it's time to revise your master vision yeah so it's literally just keeping discipline as to just doing the daily Mapping.
0: Yeah, consistency is everything, man. And this is a beautiful way and beautiful thing to be consistent with your own goals. <laughs> yep. I saw in the discord you put, uh, I didn't know they offered this. Can it read it to you in Snoop Dogg's voice? Is that real?
1: Well, that is not something that maxi itself offers. It was no. actually an app that I used called speechify Okay. I'm not sure if ever being targeted by one of their ads. Uh huh. Though they have Snoop Dogg as a voice that you can personally use. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're like, William is conquering his goals every day. <laughs> yep. Let's go. Dude, did, and I'm very curious. the The way I actually came across you, and I would always see you, you're very active on the Discord, but then I didn't see your face until you won that giveaway to Bali, and I heard you talking on live. And I remember thinking to myself, this guy is super articulate. This is great. This is awesome. And then this is crazy how the universe works now we're talking to each other. But um, is is that something you may have manifested through Maxi? I remember you were already going to be in Bali at that time anyways. It was just crazy coincidences left and right. You already met Arlen actually at a GCC event or something like that. It was crazy. It
1: was <laughs> so for me, definitely. It is something that through maxi and putting it out there that what maxi is basically instilling is that you need to constantly have what you want in the forefront of your mind Mm -hmm. and a different way that he goes ahead and lays out as a tool in the maxi program is one that is called meditations something that he uses which is the gratitude meditation to go ahead and just open yourself up to be open to the universe to receive all things good is literally a was literally a practice that i was doing 20 minutes before the announcement that i didn't even know about (laughs) i didn't even know that the announcement was going on was happening until i opened my emails and i just saw oh there's an email from Ireland, oh there's gonna be a live broadcast i should hop on it and then i came to understand that I was chosen and I'm like okay great perfect (laughs) it's just an alignment of what it is that's already in my mind and there is I'm not sure if you've dived into the maxi course content itself a different explanation as to how manifestation works that Arlen gives oh no what's it like so essentially he talks about quantum physics okay as to how you me this mic that you're sitting in front of this laptop that i'm sitting in front of we're all the same we're just particles and particles attract other particles and how a thought is literally something that it's reality your thoughts come into fruition if you think of it like-minded particles get
0: attracted to it yeah yeah dude yeah yes yes let's go yeah (laughs) opportunities people if everyone's on similar mission and they have the similar like zest for life and that wavelength as the uh hippies like to say i love it though it's so true it the frequency you match you see each other and you can build beautiful things with similar like-minded people yep that's awesome dude quantum Quantum physics. So that's uh that's in the Maxi that has like more like videos in Maxi. That is true. Oh, my gosh, dude, that's great. Arlen keeps giving, <laughs> keeps on, keeps on giving. And that's yeah. why
1: after being in Maxi for a while, I came to the conclusion that, hey, when someone from his team reached out to me and said, you should join Tribe, I'm like, oh, great, I have no rebuttal or even need to think of whether or not this is a good decision because I've already received so much. I joined in and yeah, this is something that I need to talk to you as well. Like perhaps we can talk about it during the podcast where you should go ahead and dive deep into the maxi content, because you're going to find it to be something that you can fine tune yourself. And then when you go back to the course material of tribe, no,
0: mm. so I start attracting a better version. That's that's good. Yeah, it definitely. I feel like it's a good supplement. It might not. Be, it might be a compliment actually to the tribe material. Yeah, you know? well, certainly. I tell everyone that
1: I deal with in tribe, as a result of hopping onto the team as well, that it's actually step one
0: <laughs> I before to step two, which is tribe itself. Well, yeah, and if you're listening to this and you're in Tribe, listen to Will. There's there's Tribe, I mean, there's Maxi material that we could consume and that we should have consumed first if you haven't already, but um, I'm excited to to get in there. For sure. And thank you for like
1: actually having me on here. I gave a little research as to how well you've been doing, what, you, what projects you've been upholding, as well as the book club that you've been putting up. I went through one of your Summaries of a book that I always wanted to read, Shaken <laughs> by Tony Robbins. Yeah. Where it just got me thinking and trying to also implement into the world of where I am, South Africa, because most of these terms, at least my biggest takeaway from it, needs a little bit more nuance into because like one of my things that I took as a key takeaway from your summary was like seven questions to ask advisors yeah and I'm like okay great I'm not sure if any of that applies specifically to South Africa like in those specific terms Mm -hmm. and vocabulary so I need to do my own homework (laughs) so thank you for that
0: dude absolutely that makes me so happy yeah it gives you the foundation you can adjust it for for whatever your case is but Dude, thank you. Yeah, I saw you join the literary society. That's that's so awesome because uh, <laughs> I I am a huge reader and I, and I love being able to communicate ideas with people. I love talking about ideas and just seeing that reaction you just had just made me feel so happy because Tony Robbins is a G first and foremost. He's awesome. I'm actually reading Money Master the Game right now, too. Um, and so he, he always says this, that everything is about people. Everything and so when I finish a book and I finish like an idea, I realize that the idea is really cool. But if it's just an idea and I leave it an idea, it's just ether. It's just gonna sit there. The whole magic of it is to communicate it with other people. And so when I have this these summaries of these books just sitting on my bookshelf, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I can communicate this stuff with people, and it's not just for like a legal thing. Like I don't think I could sell the 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 summaries like and you know what i don't even want to like these are ideas i already pulled out from these books from these pages they're in my head and they they would die with me so i'd rather just share them with as many people as possible make it free that's the easiest way to do it so seeing your reactions to it that's so awesome that's great dude and uh dude thank you for the nice words 100
1: <laughs> yeah, what's the next book that you currently? oh no i'm not going to say next book what is the book that you're currently reading
0: Dude, I have a really bad habit, or a good habit, of being between a lot of books at the same time. Um, uh, The Way of the Superior Man, I'm halfway through that right now. Oh, right. Have you heard of that one? No, I have not. Dude, The Way of the Superior Man was written, like, 25 years ago, and it explains, basically... He uses man, but it basically just is a substitute for masculine energy. So there are some dudes with some feminine energy. I have a lot of friends actually who have like feminine energy. They just have to be in touch with that and find a girl or a guy who is like more masculine that they just need to do that. But again, we use generalizations here to help the majority of people. I can't I can't believe I have to do these things. (laughs) But he uses a he says a superior man referring to a masculine person. And how he can navigate himself through the world and not just the world at large but like how to understand women and then how to understand like uh the, the workplace basically and so the i just finished like the first part which is explaining a little th- thing about women that i wish i had known L- let me let me hear if you know about this so you know how like women like, poke at you, and they, like, challenge you. (laughs) Like, they just throw out little tests, particularly when you're doing really well. And we're like, oh, why why is that? Why is that? So the author suggests, and he says, that the reason they do that is because they actually love you very much. And they see you up here after accomplishing something very big. And they want to just know that you're unshakable at those moments. Like, particularly at those moments. Those are, like, actually the best times to test your character because what they consciously or unconsciously are doing is trying to shake the mother out of you because if you are a man and you are constantly seeking validation from your woman or any woman then you would be seeking it from your psychological mom like oh am i a good boy am i doing well am i doing well your your woman hates that so What she does is she constantly tests you a little bit, even if she's not your girl. Like, you'll see this all the time at at a bar wherever you're talking to a girl. She'll throw out something that she most likely thinks would, like, make you feel bad. Uh, For instance, one of my best friends is pretty short. And, like, if he were to go out and, like, ask a girl, like, out, she would be like, oh, doesn't it bother you being so short? And she does that immediately to see how he would react if he's emotionally stable, stoic. And this book is really cool because it states out the reason these girls do that is because they actually love you very much. They just want to see that you're unshakable. And then once you just handle that situation with humor, she can just fully relax into her feminine and you'll be you'll be super happy. I wish I'd known that dude, earlier, but uh, I was like, why can't why can't I fix her? Why, why, why is this so tough? And it's actually because she loves me. She's testing me. She, she doesn't want me to be a man child, a baby seeking validation. So.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. 100% agree with that. There's something that.
1: To hear it in those words would be the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. It makes sense, dude, it makes total sense. I, I can't wait to show this, put in the summary in there. It's going to help so many people.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't wait to read that summary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that one's a really good one. And then I'm reading uh, Money Master of the Game by Tony Robbins. And then Mm -hmm. um, Mating in Captivity by Esther Patel. I'm reading that too. Yeah, Yeah, man. So I had this question written down. I did some research on you, but um, do you think you could give us some insight and tell us who the Iron Chicken is? Oh, so the Iron (laughs) Chicken is for
1: me a persona when i am in the (laughs) if you want to call the of energy in the gym yeah and i have a specific love for the sport of powerlifting Mm -hmm. which is a lot of people get misunderstood with weightlifting it's not what you see in the olympics with the clean and clean and jerk and the snatch yeah but rather it's the compound movements of sbd squat bench press deadlift and being able to lift as much as you possibly can while being as little as you possibly can be in terms of your kilogram class wow so it's something that growing up not being extroverted and not having what a lot of people call fast reaction slash motor skills
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i was never really good in any sport and i was skinny as shit like an old chopstick and eventually going into the gym putting on some mass and coming to the realization of oh what's the point of looking big when you're just weak Mm -hmm. and diving into perhaps looking into finding some practicality behind the muscle coming to the realization that i can actually lift a shit ton of weight for how much i weigh and then further realizing that i've actually never met anyone my size lift as much as me it perpetuated this love for lifting heavy things and when people wanted to ask me about certain things and me and my best friend Xavier would sort of answer them together we would always have it under this idea of being an iron chicken (laughs) meaning you're very small like how People say, hey, when you're disproportionately large upside, you have chicken feet.
0: <laughs>
1: but we can actually lift a lot, therefore the iron and the iron chicken. Mm-hmm. That's the whole backstory behind that. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it makes a <them> merch. <laughs> I should. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Dude, Powerlifting. yeah. And and that's something that I didn't realize until I was Relatively recently, the difference between power and size—it's crazy. Cause I think, uh what was it that movie? Roadhouse, the bouncer. I know it's a movie, but these these dudes would be flying, and they would always always underestimate. They would always underestimate him for his size, but he's just powerful. And then Bruce Lee also like introduced like power. He was doing one arm push-ups and stuff. People were thinking this is insane, but tendon strength, all kinds of stuff goes into play with that. That's That's raw. And then, like you said, functional power is very useful, more than just getting huge lats. (laughs) Exactly. Well, sweet, man. Um, So when are you going to Bali? So
1: for me, it's going to be with Arlen in October.
0: The customer success are all going to be together awesome man exciting i wish you all the best thanks again for joining joining the podcast if uh if people want to get a hold of you if they want to like connect with you and anything what's what's the best way
1: the go-to is just hopping on an instagram in my username i'm william wu that is
0: i am not i am and okay. you shooting me in the end. awesome man thanks will this has been a lot of fun this is a good chat and uh hopefully we get to meet in person sometime hundred percent my right, brother. Take it easy. Cheers. Cheers, man. Peace.